Hey, tennis fans, you are listening to Matchpoint Canada, the official podcast of Tennis Canada. I'm Ben Lewis. The tennis season has come to an end, but the podcast uh, continues on and very happy uh, to welcome on Canadian tennis player Liam Draxel, uh, who's been having tremendous success of late winning his first challenger title out in Alberta. Liam, good to chat with you again. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's uh, yeah, it's good. Good to be back on, on here. Yeah. The last time uh, we spoke, I think it was a couple of years ago and you'd won a couple uh, smaller titles in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Right. Um, yeah and uh, just uh, to see how far you've come since then now winning your first uh, ATP challenger title, maybe just talk about, uh, you know, you transitioned to your pro career in, in June and uh, maybe just talk about what the last few months have been like winning, winning that huge title in Alberta and, and just where it's taken you. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I was finishing up at the university of Kentucky in in May and then, uh, yeah, I decided to turn pro, um, and play on the tour full time, which was, uh, a, 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 an adjustment for sure. Um, I was fortunate enough to, you know, play some, you know, some futures, even while I was in college, like you said, in Mexico a little bit. So I had a little bit of experience, which I think maybe helped me out of the gate. Um, you know, I was really uh, adjusted to the futures kind of level. I, I had a lot of success there over the past couple of years. So, you know, I, uh, I, I, I did well there in the, in the summer and early fall, um, making a couple finals, winning a couple of futures, but uh yeah, actually, yeah, in the summer too, I made my first quarterfinal of a challenger and uh, I had a pretty good win in Puerto Rico. Yeah, in the Puerto Rico challenger over, uh, he was actually like the first seed. Uh, so that that gave me a bunch of confidence just to know that I can, you know, win at the challenger level and, and beat some very good players uh, in those in those draws. So I think that was uh, that was really uh, uh, good for my confidence. And then, uh, yeah, I was I was uh, I was winning a lot of matches on the Futures Tour, and I think that really helped me um, going into Calgary. You know, playing a challenger for the first time in a while, and um, yeah, I just really liked the conditions there, and uh, it was really nice playing on home soil. Obviously, I had some nice support behind me, and uh, yeah, yeah, I, I played really well all week, and uh, you know, I was just super pumped that I could win my first challenger on on home soil in Canada. So it was really really special. Yeah, and uh, incredible performance in that final. You, you know, defeating a top one hundred player like like Dominic Kepfer. Describe your emotions, maybe um, when when you secured that that match point. Uh, maybe the feelings that set in after that. Yeah, for sure. It was it was tricky closing it out. Um, uh, you know, I was up for love in the second set, and then I got broken, and then uh, I was serving for you know three down fifteen forty. Uh, he was, you know, starting to play a little bit better. It was definitely really tricky uh, closing it out. I had to, you know, play some really good points uh, to close it out. And yeah, I mean, I got to, you know, add in for the first time, first match point, and I, and uh, you know, I was just, I, I just told myself, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go for a serve and volley here, just gonna, you know, hit this T serve, you know, as hard as I can, and I'm just gonna like sprint in, uh, just, just go for it, whatever happens, happens, and. And uh, yeah, he missed the return, and uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, 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 it, it felt unbelievable. You know, it didn't even feel real to be honest. Um, you know, yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. You know, coming, you know, uh, just from kind of more futures level, and I didn't really have, you know, that that much experience. First challenger final, 
you know, playing a guy top hundred, you know, um, you know, I, winning six, four, six, three was, uh, you know, a little surprising to me. Um, so, uh, I was just really happy and, uh, yeah, really happy. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a great moment. You know, I, I read a quote from you after this title in, in Calgary and you said, honestly, starting my pro career in the summer, I was second guessing myself, doubting it a little bit and saying, do I really want to pursue this? Am I going to make it? Um, how much does does not only this title do for for your confidence, uh, but just just looking forward to now? How committed are you now to this path of of being a pro player? Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's always uh, yeah going to be you know some some tough times out there. I was actually yeah, I was doing pretty good in the summer, but you know I just really you know I you know it was it's tough you know especially playing you know more on the future circuit you know going to, you know, places that uh, aren't as nice as the places you go on the challenger tour, that's for sure. So uh, it was, you know, it was a big grind and, you know, I, I was missing home, missing, you know, my family a lot. And, you know, I, yeah, I wasn't, you know, a hundred percent sure. I was second guessing a little bit whether, you know, this is what I really want to want to do. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I think that that challenger win in Calgary definitely, you know, yeah, gave you know, gave my mind some clarity and some confidence that you know, hey, like you you can you know you know reach your goals and uh, reach reach your dreams and and uh, yeah, I think you know maybe a little part of it too is when you know I, playing since I was a little kid, you know you want to be a pro and uh, you know that's all you kind of think of you know like your whole life and then you know it, it finally you know arose the you know, the, the time to, to, to go after it. And, uh, you know, maybe, you know, got, you know, a little, uh, a little, uh, you know, fearful, a little scared to, to really chase after it. You know, I think, uh, that could be a nor nor normal emotion for, for somebody. And, uh, I think it was a little bit of that too, but, you know, uh, you know, I just want to have no regrets, uh, you know, for my whole tennis career and, and, uh, yeah, you know, obviously the win in Calgary gave me a lot of confidence. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm all in now and I'm going to chase after it. That, that's awesome. And I, I'm glad you mentioned being a junior because, uh, you, you know, you grew up about 30 minutes down the road from me over in, in Newmarket. And I, I know mm -hmm. your father must have had a, a huge role in your development. And is he still a head pro uh, at the club there in, in Newmarket? Yeah, 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 yes, okay. he is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. he is. Um, maybe just talk about your your tennis journey starting out when you first picked up a, a racket, and was was this always always the plan, really? And and when when did you oh, start having sure. these these big dreams? Okay, always for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I think I, you know, I, out of all the kids that I played with, you know, when I was younger, I i i i think i loved it the most uh you know i think i played the most i think i watched the most i think you know i was just around the sport the most um you know i i i, I remember just playing so much at, at at the new market you know tennis club with uh with my dad and uh yeah i just remember the summers being like so fun you know when there's no school and you could play the all day and you know the weather is nice you could play outside which was really nice and you know, I would be all day, uh, all, all day there, you know, in the camps and the lessons hitting with whoever, um, you know, all day long from like 8 a.m. And then like my parents would be dragging me home at like 7 p.m. for dinner. And like there's some some days I'd be like crying because I didn't want to I didn't want to get off the court like they'd literally have to drag me off the court. So I definitely had that strong passion for the game when when I was very young. And 
you know, love, love the competing part when I was really young. And, you know, I always wanted to be number one in the world. Always, always wanted it. Uh, yeah. Very, very, very badly. And uh, yeah, I think, I think my upbringing in my childhood was, was definitely a little unique from, from other players, I guess, that are my level because I was, I was just at a tennis club, you know, a community tennis club. And, um, you know, I, I played with a lot of different people, like, you know, my age, you know, uh, you know, teenagers. And then I could even play, you know, they used to, I used to have this match once a year with like the oldest guy at the club, you know, he was like in his eighties, it'd be like the youngest and the oldest. So like, I, I played a whole, you know, mixture of, of tennis, you know, and I think, I think it was a good way of doing it. You know, I had a lot of exposure experience, you know, was playing doubles, playing singles, doing whatever. And I, I think that that really, gave me like you know good hand-eye coordination and a good feel for for the sport that that's really cool and um you know as, as someone who coaches tennis part-time currently in in thornhill uh, a philosophy of mine and maybe you can reflect on this is telling our juniors to always play with as many different styles and different types of players as possible do, do you think that helped you like from the get-go is just how you're for describing sure. playing a lot of different people yeah, for sure. Because I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I think just kind of the way I play, like I, I have a lot of different like shots and tools in, 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 in my repertoire. So, um, yeah, I think it, it really helps for you to have like an all court game and like, you know, for you to adjust and have different, you know, maybe tactics or game style stuff like that. I feel like that really benefits and, I kind of give credit to, you know, playing with a different a whole, you know, different bunch of people. And, you know, even when I was working with my dad, we'd always work on, you know, different shots, little shots. I, you know, the game is more than just, you know, hitting up the middle, hitting forehands and backhands. You know, you look at a lot of players like anywhere near a good level, they all look really good hitting through the middle. You know, it's a, it's it's a little bit more than than hitting uh, forehands and backhands. I think Djokovic said that one time and it's so true. Mm hmm. Uh, are, are you still a big tennis fan? Do you follow the tours a lot? Yeah. Yeah. I follow it. I follow it. Uh, yeah, I follow it pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I follow. Are there any players maybe, maybe now, uh, that, that you like to sort of look at and maybe steal or take, take certain ideas from and, and the way they play or there's certain patterns on the court? Huh, that's, that's a good question. Honestly, um, being honest, probably, you know, not, not, not really. Um, you know, I'm definitely, you know, a, a more of a physical grinder type of, you know, player, you know, I'm, I'm trying to use my forehand, um, you know, so, uh, I mean, I, and I think I'm, you know, a, a pretty good competitor and I'm really intense. So I think, you know, uh, I'm not, uh, not comparing, but some somewhat like, you know, Rafa, <laughs> uh i i think i have a lot of similar similarities to to him um you know i he's in his own his own uh you know class himself but uh i, I don't really uh compare and look i i just i just kind of just watch and watch you know results and stuff and you know maybe seeing some college guys you know break out in the top 100 um you know stuff like that i think uh i look at more like you look at like ben shelton you know i played him in college and, 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 and everything like that. And now he's doing, you know, amazing. He's top 20 in the world. You know, my teammate at Kentucky Gab, 
you know, he, you know, broke out one Grand B and another challenger and he's almost, you know, closing in on top hundred now. So like just being around those guys and, you know, seeing them have their success and, and break out on the tour, I guess that gave me more confidence. I guess, you know, that's something that I, you know, have thought and looked at more than comparing the game styles. Uh, I'm glad you brought up Gabriel Diallo because, uh, you know, we we talked a couple of years ago about your tennis experience at Kentucky and we're seeing more and more athletes obviously come through the college system and, and have uh, big time success at at the pro level. Have you had any conversations with other guys like like Gab or others who who took that college route before going going pro? And and how do you think maybe that's that's been helpful for you? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm, uh, you know, I'm always, uh, in, uh, communication with Gab, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I think, uh, college tennis, it's, it's, it's a great, a great, uh, it's a great tool to, to develop you and, and for you to head out on the pro tour. Um, you know, uh, plus you, you know, you have a university education. I think, uh, that, that getting a degree is, is a bonus. Um, you know, cause unless if you're, you know, super good, like Dennis and Felix were when they were, you know, a junior, um, I think it's, I think it's a good thing to go, go to college and, you know, cause you know, if Gab and I went pro, we probably would have had, you know, some struggles for a couple of years. So the way I looked at it is like, you know, I could have struggled on the futures tour for, for a couple of years, or I could college, you know, playing, you know, for a team, getting a degree, you know, have all the facilities there, um, great competition. And, uh, you know, I think it was a way more uh, enjoyable way of uh, kind of developing throughout, you know, those, those, those years. And, you know, I definitely would recommend uh, a lot of people going, going the college route, unless if, you know, they're having, you know, outstanding results as, as a junior. That, that big title in, in Calgary, um, you know, it, it really changed your ranking uh, substantially and it breaking inside the top 300. Maybe how does that change uh, your your schedule? If you look forward a little bit to, to the first block of 2024, where are you hoping to, to maybe play and compete? Yeah, well, I uh, yeah, it's, it's really nice. You know, obviously, you know, the amazing accomplishment of winning, you know, your first challenger title. But, you know, yeah, the, the ranking jump in you know, probably playing, you know, mostly challengers, uh, in 2024, which is, is really nice. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a big difference, you know, uh, they take care of the players a little more, you know, the, just the tournament as a whole or just, you know, um, better. So, uh, it's, I, I think that that makes the traveling a little bit easier too, when you're, you're traveling to a little bit better places, better tournaments. So, um, I'm really looking forward to that. And, uh, yeah, in January, there's a couple options right now. Um, you know, it, it stuff can change, but you know, right now, probably going to play in in South America um, in in January. That that's great. And if you're looking ahead, uh, are are you a guy who will make some short or or long term goals? And if you had any particular goals for the upcoming season, what might they be? Yeah, um, I think a goal uh, for me. Um, even though I, I, I'm not a real big kind of goal setter. Um, you know, I just kind of keep it day by day and do my best and wherever that takes me, it kind of takes me, but you know, something that, you know, that would be really cool for me to achieve is probably, you know, get into, to the Roland Garros qualifying, uh, you know, make it inside the, the cut for, for, for that one. So, you know, I'll get a good chunk of, of challengers to play in the spring and obviously coming from, you know, uh, college, 
you know, uh, 12 months ago, I'll have, you know, no, nothing to defend. So I think it's a good opportunity to, to play a lot of tournaments and, and, uh, and, and, and keep rising up the rankings. What's your comfort level on the clay? Do you like it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see. It's been a while since like juniors and everything. I, I used to play on clay a little bit more, you, you know, America, Canada, it's all hard, but, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I think it could suit my game. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I think I'll give it a shot and, uh, yeah, see, see, see where it takes me. Well, you, you re- uh, referenced Rafael Nadal in terms of, uh, you know, admiring that intensity and, and your yeah. sort of competitive fire on the court. How excited mm-hmm. are you to see him return in 2024, which sounds like it'll be his last year? Oh yeah, I, I didn't even I didn't even realize that. Is he going to be ready for Australia? Does it sound like he's he's signed up to play uh, in Adelaide and then Australia? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. That's that's pretty cool. You know, always watching. You know, Rafa play. He wants every point so badly. You know his you know his intensity and mentality. You know, is something that you know I admire because I think. Uh, you know, I, 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 I try to bring the intensity, um, you know, when I play. So it's definitely someone, you know, to to try to look up to and, 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 and model after my game, you know, have that, you know, uh, uh, aim. That uh, competitive spirit that, that you play with. And I, I, I see it when I watch your highlights. Was that something you were you were born with? Was it instilled in you at, at an early age from your dad or, or it's just you just yeah, always had it? <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that's, that's just me, man. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's just, it's just, uh, yeah. What, what I do out there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it just, just kind of happens. I just try to play hard and it, it's, yeah, it's just, yeah. My, my fighting spirit's kind of always there and, uh, yeah, I just always try to use it to, to the best of my ability every time I play a match. That's really cool. Last couple questions for you. Um, yeah. you know, some people, some people in Toronto uh, this past summer did did have the chance to see you compete and and play actually a tight tight match with former world num- uh for former world number eight Diego Schwartzman, uh, losing in a close couple sets. Uh, maybe you can speak to this and how how close the level can sometimes be between futures to challengers to that pro circuit when you know you, you see yourself beating someone top seventy five like Dominic Kepfer and. And playing a, a close couple sets with someone who's been top ten before. How? What? What is the biggest difference that maybe you notice from from futures to challengers to, to yeah. pro? Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I yeah. People ask me this question, and I think you know, based on my experience, I think that you know, the higher level you go, uh, the better you have to play the big points. You know, if you're serving out a set or you know have break point, set point, match point, something like that you know, the better the player is, you know, they really are going to make you earn it, you know, um, you know, maybe, you know, at the college or futures level, you know, I could just make guys play like a bunch of shots and, you know, not have too much on my ball and just keep making them play. And then they would miss for me, something like that. But, you know, at the challenger level and then, uh, you know, even above there, you know, it's uh, going to be even tougher, but yeah, on the big points, you know, I, I you gotta, you gotta go out and, 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 and take those, take those big points for your, for yourself with, uh, with uh you know some 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 offense or some some good stuff i think that's that's the biggest difference i i experience nice uh all right you set the goal for qualifying field at roland garros what what do you <laughs> think would be the dream tournament for you to win in your career what would be like that ultimate dream tournament uh i mean if we're talking the grand slam uh you know probably wimbledon just 
it's the most prestigious. Uh, it's yeah. got to be Wimbledon, but you know, a, a tour event, it, then it probably has to be at home in Toronto. I, so those two. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Great answer. Uh, Liam, yeah. it's always a, a pleasure catching up with you. Uh, congrats on, on your recent success and uh, we wish you the best going forward in 2024. Appreciate your time. Thanks. Thank, thanks for having me.